0: Telling you, telling you. Brooklyn's we gotta, not cutting anymore. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, my sister's actually, my sister, she draws and she like paints and everything. So mm. she was gonna paint this whole wall, mm. like a mural behind, oh, cause this cute. is wherever the mm-hmm. guest yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have that there,
1: but. Even you can
2: put some lighting From underneath Oh yeah yeah. I mean he did that over Yeah yeah So if you do it on a On a white wall (laughs) You'll change the white To whatever color you want Yeah Mm -hmm. that'd be nice Mm -hmm. too
0: See we're already We're already figuring out Like production stuff Yeah 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 It's it's very nice How to do that We just
1: switched this up This week Yeah we did
0: We moved moved it around A little bit Natural light's always A good look Yeah Mm -hmm. alhamdulillah But it's not always there, you know. I know. It I gets know. dark pretty early here in Minnesota. It's going to get dark soon mm-hmm. too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole color is going to sh- change in the episode. <laughs> <I know. laughs> People going to put yeah. up the brightness on yeah, their laptops yeah. and stuff and three oh, yeah. three black guys in a black room. Yeah. It's not going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. Um, salamu alaykum everybody. Welcome back to Goat Stock. Today we are here with a very special guest. Alhamdulillah. Um, my name is Muhammad Sharif. To the left of me is Muhammad Thunder. Muhammad Thunder, and mm-hmm. today we have another Muhammad. Yeah, I always thought your name was Bona. Yeah, it is. It is. Your first name. My first name, name is oh. Bona. Last name is Muhammad. So you oh. switched it.
2: I mean, I didn't switch anything. Way. No, I mean, so uh, Bona in Bona's Oromo name. Yeah. Uh, Bona in my language means like proud.
0: Oh. Okay. So
2: it's funny because it's it's a super Oromo name. Bona. It's mm-hmm. it's you know the history of it really is that. Oromo's in Ethiopia for a very long time We're not allowed to speak our yeah, language yeah. Right? Yep. So our whole parents' generation Has Arabic names My father's name is Abdur Rashid My oh. mother's name is right? like Everyone's yeah. name is Arabic yeah. But our yeah. generation When our parents were fighting back Their whole thing was basically No, we're going to accept our culture For the beauty of what it is yeah. And in fact, we're going to give our kids Oromo names and my dad basically, na- my name is basically like a screw you. Okay. Like I'm proud to be. It basically means I'm proud to be Oromo. Yeah, you know, it's
0: beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was beautiful for him. I got screwed over in yeah. the end because yeah. I gotta live with it. You know? Yeah, Just kidding. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Um, Brother Bona, yeah, mm-hmm. welcome to the show. Um, you know, we're alhamdulillah, very happy to have, have you. Um, how, how has Minneapolis been treating you so far? Like, how amazing,
2: man. This is like I call it uh, the motherland, yeah. You know, this is where all East Africans originate from. Yeah. This is our origin story. Right? We all got family here, we got cousins here. When I come here, it's like I'm not even allowed to just come in and out, mm. I have to schedule a day to go visit people, and you know, yeah. so it's always a good
0: time. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Yeah. Um, so well, honestly, we'll have, we were having great conversations a little mm-hmm. bit earlier as well. And I do want Cause kind of the premise Of our show Is for people to um, Have a sense of Relatability With the guest And feel like You know They can see themselves In the guest as well So Mm. we do do A lot of um, Like background stuff And like Where you are from And all of that And like We can insert that Inshallah Like throughout Throughout the show Cause I do want people To to also have that feeling Throughout this But I feel like We have a lot to cover And a lot Mm. to talk about And I'm like Really excited to talk about it So Mm. I kind of just Want to jump into it But (laughs) Bismillah. Um, your your film, mm. the film that you're here today, uh, Purple Don't Cry, right? Yeah. Um, you're promoting it. You had your premiere in um, in Toronto. Tell us a little bit about it. Give us like a little snapshot of it. I didn't get the chance or the pleasure to watch it yet, but I know. Um, I'm excited. Thunder, thunder, yeah. thunder watched it. He texted me. I remember he texted me. I was at work. He said, "Bro, you missed out. Really? Yeah. You should have. You should have." No, I, f- yeah. I actually want to hear your thoughts because yeah. you know I, yeah. this is
2: uh, Minneapolis was the second time I'd screened it, mm-hmm. so I don't. I haven't really had a chance to you know get the reviews and feedback from people, uh, but just in a nutshell, "Purple Don't Cry" is it's a story based on a, actually a true story about a friend of mine who passed away in 2007. Mm-hmm. At the time of his death, he was uh, a very big ...figure in the underworld, Mm. you could say, for lack of a better term. Um, He was actually on Canada's Top 10 Most Wanted. He was known for a lot of very, very, um, you know, bad things, you could say, on paper. Yeah. Right? But to me, he was, like, the nicest guy in the world. And I... You know, got to experience him in a different light. He was always very encouraging to me. He actually was pushing me towards the arts. Yeah. And before his death, we started working on a play together. Mm. The idea was he wanted to create something that would help keep kids away from the streets. Yeah. Mind you, he was himself the streets. Like a kingpin. He like was a kingpin. Mm-hmm. He, way, was, a kingpin. Yeah. he yeah. was a really, really big member of yeah. the underworld, right? So it was ironic in that sense that, you know, he was still trying to help dissuade other people from that life even though he himself was mm-hmm. very much involved in it absolutely so in the midst of making it uh like i said in 2007 he actually was killed Wow. Yeah. Um, and for me yeah. it gave me an opportunity to really reflect and think like okay you know do i just leave the story here like what do you do what do you do with a dead man's script Wow. that's the question yeah right i very quickly made a decision that I felt this was a story that was too compelling mm-hmm. to to put aside. Uh, ironically enough, his story was <laughs> the outline that he gave me was not that great. Yeah. Right. So what I did instead was I actually just replaced a lot of the story with my experiences with him. Mm-hmm. So the story then became about our experiences together. Um, it's kind of from like your own perspective. It, it actually it became a meta. Mm-hmm telling of my relationship with this person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so in the film you'll know this because you saw it yeah um the character of bilal is really based on me okay right yeah so bilal is me and i am playing purple who's my friend who passed away mm-hmm. okay i actually i won't say his name i can't say his name yeah Because it's probably for the best it's, yeah. it's very because it actually is very serious still yeah. to this day yeah. um because he died under very shady circumstances and Absolutely. a lot of you know what i'm saying so yeah. but um so that's the, the 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 origin of the story in a nutshell.
0: Awesome. Before we get into more stuff, what did you think without spoiling it? Like for him as well, because I know yeah, you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, what did you think of the film? What was that like?
1: Yeah, from my perspective, the way it was shot, it wasn't what I was expecting mm. in general. I didn't know what to expect from the film. Film. I didn't know at first. I didn't know who you were, mm. and, and then when I heard he was a filmmaker, oh, I'm I'm thinking like they're like sort of similar to the filmmakers or like content creators that are like around here mm. but as soon as like i saw like the first 30 seconds of the trailer that was why i was like this is different okay. yeah this is different yeah, yeah this is something mm. i like i have to see mm. and so i was very i was like very happy watching it and from like the cinematography to the plot to the message i was very Your soul. yeah Definitely, yeah Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Let, let me ask you this now I'm going to switch mm-hmm. it. Now I'm going to start Interviewing you whoa, guys Okay, here we go this, this is now <laughs> We've
0: never had this before i was
2: right. switching it up, alright mm-hmm. When you Did the trailer
1: Do the film justice? I think it did mm-hmm. I think it, it got Straight to the point Of what it was about mm-hmm. Like in a nutshell How it was That's good So yeah, because that's one thing mm. I've been tackling actually. So one of the feedbacks
2: I've gotten is that the trailer doesn't do the film justice. Mm. The trailer, in the sense that you know, it, you know how you know how trailers work. Like we mm. jam packed all the action sequences, yeah, right. all the violence. I hate,
0: I hate that though. Like you go, I was I was watching uh, Fast Fast and Furious, yeah. and uh, there was like a Mission Impossible trailer, and it's the whole movie. Like what's the mm. point of going to see the movie? Right. The entire trailer is like first of all, it's like four minutes long. Wow. And then everything is in, so it's like, I know what you mean, it's like those two sides, do I put everything in the trailer or do I make it super ambiguous and yeah. how do I find that middle ground where people are interested but it's not, it's very it's difficult. Not spoiled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because
2: you also want to get people in the door, mm-hmm. right? So part of the trailer's job is it's really a sales pitch. Mm. It's meant to entice people to see the film. So we jam-packed right. the trailer with a lot of the action sequences, yeah. a lot. we followed the formula of a lot of, you know, crime and drama films, mm-hmm. right. but the film really isn't all about that. Yeah. Right, like, mm-hmm. and you can attest to that when you've seen it. Like, the film is it's there's a lot of you know very personal moments, there's actually funny moments in it, yeah. Right, there's a lot of things that we couldn't really include in the trailer because mm-hmm. it didn't match the genre, yeah. Um, but it's, it's interesting, it's I'm ch- just I'm yeah. asking because you know, I was like, remembering the funny moments, I was like, okay, just say inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea what we're talking yeah. about, yeah. no, that's why I'm just yeah. laughing, I'm like laughing I'm gonna <laughs> right. send you the link, inshallah. I'm oh, gonna give you the awesome. link to watch, yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah. amazing, yeah, I'd love to
0: watch it. Um, so for me, I'm the both of us are like aspiring filmmakers and we Mm want to make movies and we want to make films, right? And this is something that we were talking about Mm. earlier. Um, First of all, how did you get into this realm of, of, uh, I know you're a poet, of course, like, mashallah, you're a very acclaimed poet and and spoken word artist and Mm -hmm. you have that realm, but how did you get into this realm of of making films and, and, and making movies and also how is it navigating this very different and very, like it, it, like we said earlier It doesn't necessarily align with our values mm. Or or so we think Whereas mm-hmm. like we can make it How we want to make it Right So yeah. first of all Just start with kind of like If you can How did you get into this And then how do you navigate it As mm. well as a Muslim
2: You know so interesting SubhanAllah I, I see it in such a different way I don't even call myself A filmmaker or a poet Or I'm a storyteller
0: There you go I love that You know I love that Because what do we say
2: We're in the business of storytelling. That's what we say. That's it. Yeah, that's (laughs) right. Sometimes the story, it's like, you know, sometimes the task requires that you use poetry. Sometimes the Mm -hmm. task, I can do it in nasheed. I can do it in uh, written form. I can do it in short form. I can do it in long form, uh, feature length films. So for me, I just see myself as a storyteller, you know, and I use different mediums to tell stories that I find to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And first and foremost, you know, I think that as Muslims, Mm -hmm. we need to understand that storytelling is our thing. Okay. Storytelling is our thing. This is why even if you look at the Qur'an, Allah Mm -hmm. subhanahu wa ta'ala, one third of the Qur'an is devoted to stories. Qasas of the Nabi's, of of people who came before us. Why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala use stories to teach us? Mm. Right? There is so much hikmah in terms of, of uh, the usage of stories and what stories can do for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So I never found really a contradiction yeah. between like my faith and my identity and storytelling. Yes, in the sense of like what the standard is in the Muslim community in terms of how people view mainstream media yeah. and mainstream art. But to me it's like, oh no, this is our tradition. This is we actually come from a tradition of storytelling, mm. right? I mean, you guys are Somali as well. Somali yeah. is the, the land of poets, yeah. right? Yeah. This is something embedded in the cultures that we come from. It's of like it, mm-hmm. somehow when we get here, yeah. it becomes, oh, this
0: is so, haram. Yeah.
2: Imitating the kufar. I think that's mm-hmm.
0: a big part of it yeah. is what you're told. Whereas like what's, what's reality and like being practical about things, which mm-hmm. is like what you said earlier is like, mm-hmm. Well, why is it that way? Well, you know, when people tell you this is how the way it is, or you shouldn't do this, or you can't do this, mm-hmm. you should think about, well, why, why is it? Is that because it's da'ad, or is it because it's. You the know only what I mean? reason
2: people tell you can't is because they haven't seen it done yet. Mm. Right? A lot of things seem impossible until they're done once. Yeah. I kid you not. Um, people now talk about poetry, like poetry is adi now. Everyone can yeah. do poetry, it's not a big thing. When I started doing Islamic poetry, Many many years ago, over a decade. You know, I've been performing I've been performing professionally since I was 19. Wow. I entered my first poetry competition when I was like 19 years old. I'm 36 now. Wow. Okay. So, at that time, people used to they used to kill me, bro. They used to criticize the hell out of me. Hmm. Brother, what are you doing? This is haram. You're imitating the kuffar. They used to say the way I moved my hands hmm. while doing poetry was somehow haram. Mm. They used to tell me that oh you know your style and your rhyming it's it's too much like them and you know that's actually a very backhanded racist comment. And it
0: right? is it's it's a little bit of the reverse when they say them they're talking about hip hop and rap right. Exactly. And it's a little bit of the reverse cuz rap stands for rhythm and poetry. It's it, it's it comes from poetry. That's the thing.
2: Right. I as again as a storyteller I don't understand these labels. Yeah. I don't understand these boxes. Rap is poetry. Yeah. Rap is a form of poetry, rhythmic poetry mm-hmm. with a beat. Yeah. That's all it is, yep. right? So, again, I <laughs> I don't conform to these norms of what, like, the artistic genres that people define. Because mm. um, to me, it's all the same. Yeah. And they all borrow from each other. And they all, in, they're very fluid, mm-hmm. you know? So... But like when I really, when I came out into the Muslim crowd, so at first my poetry was just for, you know, I was doing poetry for everyone. It was about my, you know, growing up and about my, you know, being in my family, being immigrants and racism and social issues. That's mainly what my poetry was about. Yeah. The moment I started talking about Mm Dean and the Muslims got involved, bro, they used to, I'm telling you, they used to kill me. (laughs) They used to come from my head. I remember being in the UK and the UK is like, you know, they're back in the day, they still are very much like a little bit... Um, you know, they, can, they there's pockets of the community there that can be a little bit extreme, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and they can be very like slow to adapt to certain things, you yeah. know. Shout out to the UK, mashallah, yeah. okay. Um, I remember a brother in a masjid, literally like... I was talking with a sheikh like we were having a one-on-one. He just stopped, interrupted me in the sheikh. He's like, oh, who said you're allowed to do poetry like this? Who said that you can do... I was like, well, first of all, salam salamu Like, yeah. it didn't even greet me nothing. It just start
1: going, like, you know, he's yeah. at a hundred
2: already. Yeah. And in my head, I'm just like, where is this animosity coming from? Like, what is it? And I think the, the older I get, the more I realize that a lot of times we're just so insecure with our own identities in this part of the world. And we're so concerned with preserving um, what makes us different from the kuffar? Like oh they do this And that means that we got to do this mm. So we're always reactionary It feels like You know our responses is like Okay well we can't do this Because they're doing that We can't But we're not looking at Like what do we Where do we come from What is our tradition What is our past What is our history What did we invent mm. Digging into our own crates You know the world that we really do come from mm. And that's why I said Like storytelling is something That is so fundamental To the way we learn our deen you know There's hadith That are literally stories One of the I mean In the in the film I used the story Of the man who killed 99 people Yeah, yeah. The first time I heard this hadith I was like Dog this is a movie
1: mm-hmm. This wow. is a movie this, amazing, is, right? this is crazy Like yeah. mm-hmm.
2: All this stuff happened My third film that I did Called Righteous Sinner It's based on the story Of Barsisa the monk Oh I don't know if you're familiar with that story, Barsisa the monk. You no. got to check it out. It's not a hadith. It's one of the stories of the Israeli, the people who came before us. Yeah. But you probably heard it in a Jummah khutbah. It's about a monk who falls in love with his neighbor, this girl. She's tasked with looking after her. The brothers go for war and then slowly they start building a relationship until one day they make zina. She gets pregnant. He kills her. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
0: Like you
2: don't know what I'm talking he about. He kills her? Yeah, in the story of Barcisa the monk, yeah, yeah, he ends up
0: killing her. So we, I, I will say, yeah, because so, yeah, I was yeah, yeah, the rest yeah. of the story. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> you,
2: no, yeah, so you, but this is again, this is something that is from our tradition. Yeah, this is a story that scholars dissect and they take away lessons and principles of fiqh. Yeah, they tell you based off this is what you should do. This, so this is how we learn. So it's what ended up
0: what ended oh, up happening? I
2: can't tell you. So, uh, we gotta find no, out. on our own? No. no, no. So in the story of Borcisa. He basically kills this girl The brothers come back They question him He tells them Oh no she just died naturally Shaytan comes to the brothers And tells the brothers Actually go be- dig her up And you'll find that she was pregnant And the monk actually is the one who did it They, they dig her up They find it That she's pregnant They go to the monk They confront him Shaytan comes to the monk And says make sajda to me And I'll make this whole situation go away The monk makes sajda to him And the brothers kill him And he dies in a state of kufar this is from the tricks Aww. of Shaitan. This whole story is about how shaitan he doesn't run to you. He takes steps, slow, slow steps. The 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 way in which he basically persuaded the monk to do all these things. It's a crazy story. I heard it in a khutbah, in a Juma khutbah, and I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> this is the craziest thing. I, this really happened?
0: Yeah, that's you know? insane.
2: But this is the stories that our tradition encompasses, right? Another story that, like, I, oh, the story, I mentioned the story of the man who killed mm-hmm. 99 people. Right. I, Inshallah, I'm working on a script. I shouldn't even say this, but you know what? It's, it's a safe space, whatever. Yeah. This is not going on the internet, right? I'm just kidding. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this only going on the <laughs> internet. Yeah, yeah, it's no, no, the know, only I place. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm working on a story about the hadith of the woman, the the prostitute, who fed the dog water. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That a woman, yeah, she gave the dog water, and she, you know, was forgiven for her sin. So I think about these stories, and I think, I, especially with my, my film, Righteous Sinner, I took that story, Barsisa, and I modernized it. Mm-hmm. I said, what would that story look like in to, today's, today's day and age? age yeah. right? which, is th- a, which is
0: a common practice, not to yeah. cut you off, but which is a very common practice amongst the biggest filmmakers. People see stories, and they mm-hmm. think, you know, this is, oh, this is so original, so different. But right. it's like Dune, for example, the movie that just came out. That oh. movie came out. Almost 50 years ago, and it's from a book that's almost even older than that. You know what I mean? So, there's nothing new. Yeah, exactly. Nothing new. Exactly. (laughs) I'll
2: tell you this I joke on with my friends on set. Everything is Hamlet.
0: Mm. That's actually.
2: Everything is Hamlet.
0: Lion King is Hamlet. Lion King is Hamlet. I tell people. Star Wars is is Hamlet.
2: Yeah. Uh,. Harry Potter is Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, is Harry Shrek, Potter Hamlet? Shrek is Shrek, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, Pocahontas. These, like, you'd be, Juliet, you'd yeah. be surprised how many stories are just remakes of other stories, yeah, right? Yeah. So anyways, uh, the the stories that I, I love to really incorporate Islamic tradition mm. because I think that people just don't understand where we come from. They don't yeah. understand how rich our culture is of storytelling mm-hmm. and the, the role stories play in our lives. Um so for me, it's always been about like, yeah, let's push the boundaries, let's yeah. see what we can get. Yeah. you know
0: I love that. that's amazing. Um, another question that I had is how do you like in terms of like in terms of navigating it, you said, yes, there's like in a way that there is like uh like how do you know, because I asked this question earlier, right? like the question of like, okay, violence, for example, or this mm-hmm. or that, you did talk about the aspect that if things are done. With the right intentions, in, right? and also um, for 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 the sake of Allah, like you can also you can make things right in a way, you know what I mean yeah so also
2: just expand on that. if things are you can do things creatively mm. right without having to be like too on the nose exactly so, yeah yeah, yeah. so I think I think any topic can be done if it's done tastefully, mm. right You can talk about things that are very scary, very deep, very, you know taboo. But if they're done with class, if they're done with taste, people can. You know, people are mature enough. The things that people are consuming nowadays on Netflix, on Apple TV, it's way worse. It's, it's, like, it's way out there. Yeah. You know, so we need to draw it back. We need to bring people back to our tradition, and we need to, as Muslims, first of all, be responsible storytellers. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, there are things that people can disagree about. Right. Like, for example, the topic of music. Yeah. Right. I personally stay away from musical instruments. Yeah. But I don't knock anyone who uses it. Because mm-hmm. I know that there is a difference of opinion. I know that people, you know, they, if, they, if that's the conclusion they've come to and they've done their scholarly research and they've with, spoken with ulama and this is the thing that they've came to, alhamdulillah, khalas, then mm-hmm. we can move on, we can build. Mm-hmm. You know? But I also think that there is a world in which we don't have to conform to that. And one thing that I did very early on in my first film, it's actually a funny story. Um, my first film, Tug of War, I decided, okay, I want to make an Islamic film And you guys know the importance of music and film. Yeah. It's like soundtracks. You can't can't tell a story without good soundtrack, right? And I said, okay, let me try and come up with some, you know, creative. I asked around, I said, does anyone know anyone who can help me? Maybe some you know, singers or whatever. So the director that I was working with at the time, he said, you know what? I know this brother. He's a Somali guy, and he's a singer, Mm. and maybe we can ask him to kind of create some some for us. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. So I spoke with this brother, I told him, Look, this is the style of what I want, you know, but I don't want you to use any instruments. I want it to be vocals only. And he was like, oh, are you sure? Like, that's going to be really hard. Like, he's like, I don't think it's going to work for a movie. And I'm like, Habibi, don't worry about it. Just trust yeah. me, inshallah. Okay? Yeah. Take my lead. And so sure enough, he started composing a score based off vocals only. Did a very good job, mashallah. And I told him, I said, if you do this right, I think there's a world where you can also become an artist. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually take your talents and, you know, I'm gonna help you, inshallah.
1: Yeah.
2: This brother is a, is a Nasheed artist named Ilyas Mao. I don't know if you're familiar with him.
0: I don't think so, no. Oh, what's going
2: on in Minneapolis? You guys don't have Wi Fi out here we're or we're what? We're you guys we're are disconnected from the world. We're lacking.
0: He, we're lacking. Yo,
2: we, Ilyas Mao is one of the biggest Muslim Nasheed artists right now. Wow. In the world. That's okay? amazing. Yeah. This guy's career came out of a necessity for me mm-hmm. to get my, my film scored properly. Yeah. But from that, I was able to show him and the world that, hey, it can be done. It's and possible. it's possible and now alhamdulillah he scored the last 5 films I've done wow you know mm-hmm. and this was a guy who at the time didn't even know it w- he didn't he was in the same he was asking the same questions as you can, am I allowed to do this exactly, can, yeah. Can, are we can we, and i was like don't worry about mm-hmm. it and you know i think what separates me from a lot of people is that I don't shy away from scholars at In fact, I'm always consulting with people of knowledge
0: Which is the, the mm-hmm. best way to go about That's it, which the, is the, the
2: safest way to go you know. Yeah. So being in a situation Where I have people of knowledge in my corner mm. Who I can ask questions to Who I can get feedback from That allows me to be confident because now I know that whatever critique they're gonna give me, whatever this random you know Abu Anonymous on yeah. YouTube comments, like yeah. yo, why are you? Lo-? It's like Habibi, don't worry about that.
0: And you'll be surprised too of, of about how much, like just asking is is a Allah- lot. You said this too, like if you don't. You miss all the shots You don't take you know. So you reach out Ask people for her help Because like you'd be surprised You you might have this fear Of like oh I'm shy I don't want to ask If I can do this But you, you reach out And you're like oh wow I do have X, Y, and Z All these alternatives That I can do Instead of falling into sin Instead of doing Yeah these you, know, things, you know Especially in the
2: beginning I felt like It's such a gray area of fiqh hmm. It's one of those things Where a lot of people Just aren't It's not even like They think things Are not permissible but it's just no one's ever asked them yeah it's, it's like it's
0: made to be very black and white when it's not
2: yeah it's very gray the yeah. whole area is very gray. even story even like the stuff we were talking about like yeah. so i found that violence is one of those things that nobody really cares about yeah. violence is okay even for kids if you look at cartoons mm-hmm. you look at we normalize violence at a very, very young age very much right yeah. look at the simpsons look at you know, you're smacking his head and you know punching people and this And the stuff people kids video games like. So, violence is something that doesn't irk Muslims. Muslims don't get offended Mm -hmm. by violence. the things that I found Muslims to be sensitive about Is more in relation to Like uh, You know Like gender relations Yeah Right So yeah, like For example so. In all my films I don't show any nudity mm-hmm. I don't sh- There's no s- Like I, In my Barsisa film mm-hmm. There was the notion of Zina yeah. Right That's what that's what the story is about Yeah But like We don't show anything obviously yeah. You know exactly. But it's implied yeah. But you do it in a way Where let's what I'm saying You can leave things To the imagination
0: And your imagination Is way stronger Than any visual I can show Absolutely. you Absolutely And you know what is great Great example of that, um, the Gravedigger's Wife, which is a Somali mm. film. Um, I watched that. That's movie. The,
2: what's the actor's name in that?
0: Uh, I don't remember his name. I think that
2: okay. Sorry, but he's to
0: you. he's they. Well, it's a love story, and it's two Somali two Somalis, and like they the way it, they actually got acc- acclaimed for it because they stuck with their values. They showed affection in ways that were different, mm. that were very uh, how we show affection, mm. right? And it was, it was different than how affection is shown normally in a romance sure, movie, sure, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. But th- sometimes even that, thinking in that direction and saying, oh, okay, well, let me steer away and move away from, f- from you know, falling into sin and showing these bad things, mm-hmm. not only is it gonna protect you from that, but it can even propel you further yeah. in terms of creativity because it's so different, because it challenges you and molds your story a lot more Look, as well.
2: Look, the best... You know, the reason why we love basketball, you guys watch basketball? Of course. I mm-hmm. mean, you're from Minnesota. You don't have a very good team. But uh, I'm assuming they you just still won watch. a championship. He uh, said yeah, that this other yeah, day. Uh, uh, Toronto yeah, just yeah, won yeah. a championship. Hey, when was the last so time so Minnesota won? What was
0: that? <laughs> when we were the Lakers.
2: 1990 never? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that
0: year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're, the, we're, 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 we, we're signed with the Lakers. You know, us and the Lakers, <laughs> right, we're just one right. team. So, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. Just deleted the Timberwolves. We go where wherever LA goes. So, we have 18 championships right now. Oh, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, right? Right?
2: But like, I completely forgot my train of thought. Damn.
0: Basketball, no,
2: basketball. Okay, so oh, what makes someone like Kyrie Irving so magnificent in basketball? Right,
0: because of his like his ability to like maneuver and, and right, like right. Understand
2: but within the rules of the game. Oh wow. Right. Yeah. You are a great basketball player because you can hit a three point line within the three point arc. Mm. You are great because you can dribble around and you can do th- because there are rules to the game,
1: right? Yeah. yeah.
2: When you create rules and structure, right? It almost it's it's like more of a flex that mm-hmm. I can do all of this within these parameters. Yeah. You know? I can be creative without swearing. Mm-hmm. I can be creative without showing nudity. I can tell a dope story without, you know, sex or yeah. or personifying violence or anything like or, you know, anything which is haram to l- I can do all of that within these rules. Mm-hmm you know That's that amazing. to me it's it's more of a flex than like oh you can do anything you want there's no rules you can show whatever you know yeah. that to me is like eh it's kind of lazy
0: it's kind of easy too it's
2: very easy yeah, you know yeah. but i think the real flex of a storyteller is being able to do all of that within the parameters of the sharia yeah, doing it in a way which is pleasing to allah subhanahu wa taala that doesn't violate any of the sanctities of the sharia mm-hmm. and doing it in a way that i can still get the same point across
0: yeah absolutely so for with that being said you know um we, like I said earlier, you know, uh, for us, we really want our viewers to watch something and be inspired. Inspiration is important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, you're in the business of storytelling just like us, right? Mm-hmm. And if somebody is watching this, a young man, a young kid, a young girl, and they're like, hey, you know, I'm inspired by this. I'm inspired by your story and, and where you are, and I want to be a storyteller, right? We also like um, being practical about things. Right. Mm -hmm. And we also like because whenever you you could relate to this, too, but whenever you ask for advice from someone, it's very arbitrary. It's very like, oh, I'm going to gatekeep and I'm going to like keep you away from this. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? One thing I appreciate is when I ask people, hey, you know, how do I do this? They tell me, you know, you should get into this, that and the third or Mm -hmm. you should look in these directions, you know. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is wanting to be a storyteller and jump Mm -hmm. into that realm of storytelling, Mm -hmm. what are some things, some like quick pieces of advice that you would give them?
2: Well, first, just to touch on your first point. Um, you know As a Muslim For me I am so thrilled To to. I will tell you All my secrets Because mm. there are no secrets I will tell you Everything that I did This is how I achieved This shot This is how I saved money here Because yeah. I know that's, if that's the one thing We don't like gatekeepers Yeah, yeah We yeah. don't like gatekeepers yeah. You say that almost every episode <laughs> yeah. I hate gatekeepers yeah, Okay I, I We're on I the same it. page I hate it And also page. The thing, I don't know why people don't realize this. If I benefit you and you do something khair, I'm gonna kick I'm gonna get all Absolutely. the ajal yeah, yeah. Why am I mm-hmm. tripping? What's the, like right. it's my investment in mm-hmm. you, your success is my success. Yeah. So if I can guide you to something khair, I mm-hmm. will take a share of that reward as well. Yeah. So that for me is the bigger incentive,
1: right? Absolutely.
2: Um, but a few pieces of advice I can leave you with, okay? Firstly, we are living in such a crazy time. It's Absolutely. such a wonderful time to be alive, subhanAllah. As storytellers, Mm -hmm. you know, socially, whatever, you could argue, times are crazy, Crazy, but in terms of storytelling, it's one of the best. It's one of the best. This is the time where, first of all, you guys as young people, you need to now get very, very, very comfortable with AI. Wow. AI needs to become a part of your workflow. You need to understand how to use AI. You need to, People think AI is, all oh, just, hey, write me a script, which it can. Mm-hmm. You can jump right, right now, chat GBT, write me a script about A, B, and C. It will do that for you. Yeah. It won't be very good, but you need to learn how to navigate, how to prompt it. I use AI right now just for helping me come up with ideas, right? Wow. Or, okay, I have a character. Uh, give, me, give me five jobs for a, a single mother who's 30 years old. Give me five common jobs that she would have, you know? AI, boom. Wow. Use AI to fill in a lot of the thinking gaps.
0: The gaps, yeah. The yeah. gaps
2: where, you know, sometimes you got to brainstorm and come up with ideas. AI can help you there. That's very right?
0: different. I wasn't expecting that answer. So I like oh, that. Oh,
2: and yeah. not just that. Every aspect of your workflow. Like soon editors, are their jobs are done. Yeah. Editors Which is kind of good
0: for us because we're the editors. Yeah. We don't like editing. We hate editing. Well, it's terrible. That,
2: that job position right now, you can cross it off because yeah, it's not going to exist for very long. Yeah. Does that also work with dialogue too? Dialogue editing, mm-hmm. right? Um, you'd be surprised, voiceover artists will be, unf- unfortunately, uh, right? uh, obsolete, yeah. Obsolete, very, very soon, yeah. right? A lot of creative jobs that people really like, they make their bread and butter from, they won't exist very soon. Yeah, yeah. And that's, as, story, as a storyteller, I
0: love it. Because it, 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 it brings you to the top of the, because yeah. you're like, I, if I, if I know, I told him this too, I know I'm a great storyteller. Mm. And I know AI can't compete with me, at least not yet. You know what I mean. So because of that, the lazy people who are cookie cutter storytellers are going to be just as the same as the AI is. So,
2: well, uh, not just that. It gives me the opportunity to first of all, I don't need this big team of people anymore.
0: That too, yeah. I don't
2: need to hire graphic designers. Yeah. I don't need to. I can do everything in house. Wow. I can from my computer come up with a script prompt, come up with a storyboard. I can Now by the way with AI You have text to video prompts That's what's the next thing That's happening
0: What is that? Text to video prompts
2: I will say Give me a shot Of a lion Running down the street In the middle of Manhattan
0: No way And then it'll uh, do it It'll make oh, it Oh that's
2: wow. like uh, AI version text, of shot deck Text to video prompts yeah, That yeah. is the next iteration Are we Are we good? We're late? We're gonna go soon Okay yeah, We're, we're gonna, gonna wrap up Very me? soon inshallah, yeah, inshallah. I'll, I'll leave you with These few pieces of advice Okay So one AI Use incorporate AI Into your workflow Number two the one place where as a filmmaker you cannot cheat yourself, and I was telling you this earlier is with audio. Okay. Yes. Audio is one thing. People will forgive bad video, they will not forgive poor audio. Wow. If your audio is off, if your audio is incomprehensible, if it's if it's muffly, if there's, you know, rubbling, rubbing, whatever, that's one place you do not want to uh, you know, take any chances. Okay. The third thing I would tell you is the time that you guys are living in, there is no excuse to not just get started and shoot. Right now, I have a 4K phone, a 4K camera yeah. in my pocket. This camera, this phone of mine is mm-hmm. a 4K camera. I can shoot virtually anything I want to from the comfort of my phone. And again, with a little bit of editing, a little bit of color correction, like in a very short period of time, by the mean, by next year, this time, mm-hmm. I, you can mark my words, next year, this time, you'd be surprised how much AI can do for you. Wow. You won't even need... Like proper editors can You can be co- a, w- you a one man team One man team You pop in the footage It doesn't look It'll correct everything It'll correct the framing and correct all that stuff for you wow. I mean you can do that now Even with that kind of Crummy you know footage yeah. But um, It just for me It's like The the sky's the limit yeah. I don't see any I don't see any world Where we as Muslim storytellers Do not have an advantage mm. the, t- the cost of Technology has gone down, the cost of cameras has gone down, the cost of lighting, the cost of gear. I rented for my films like high end, you know, red cameras. Red is a brand of camera, yeah. for those of you who don't know, not like at the color red camera, yeah. right? It's a brand of camera. <laughs> Have you
0: gotten that? People said that. Yeah, yeah. The, the, worst the, you,
2: the worst when you say, I'm working with Black Magic, they're yeah. like, I the be uh, black <laughs> brother. <laughs> you <laughs> wanna, you wanna see Black Magic? No, yeah. no, Black Magic is another brand of camera, yeah. okay? So uh, the cost of these cameras and equipment has gone down such significantly in the, over the past few years that the barrier to entry now to tell stories creatively at a high level is so small. Mm. You just need—I mean, well, like I said, your phone. You guys have DSLRs. Yeah. You have a—if you have a Blackmagic camera, you're you good to go. Yeah.
1: There's
2: there is no excuse now. So now the real question is. Are we going to be able to keep up with the demand? Mm. Right? Because we know Hollywood is, is, put, is pumping out content left, right, and center. I believe, and this I hope this is not taken out of context, I believe that we as Muslims today are fighting a cultural war. Mm. I believe that we are fighting a cultural war to determine the future of our, our community and our youth. Yes. Genuinely, I feel that way. I feel like we are being bombarded with propaganda, left, right, and center, whether you acknowledge it or not, in a lot of the content that we watch, that we consume, whether it's music, whether it's TV, films, there are subliminal messaging being pumped into you every single day. Absolutely. If we do not fight back Okay, culturally, I'm not talking about war. Yeah, I'm not, yeah very, very distinguished. Okay? <laughs> let's keep that. Yeah, let's keep that, keep that, that yeah. I'm talking about no guns, nothing like that. I'm saying yeah. culturally, yeah. right? And in fact, this is from the Sunnah of Rasulullah yeah. Sallallahu 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 when he Sallam. sent Sallam. Hassan ibn Thabit into the marketplace and told him, "Fight these poets with your words." Wow. When the poets were saying about the Prophet Wasallam, he's majnoon. Mm. he's crazy, yeah. he's a poet, he's a soothsayer. They would they would curse the Prophet Wasallam in their poetry. What did the Prophet, Prophet Sallallahu do in response? He didn't say, okay, go find them in the alleyway and beat them up, yeah. right? He said, let's fight fire with fire. Yeah. You got your poets, we got our poets. You ah. send your poets to the market, we'll send our poets and let them duke it out, right? So we are the poets of today. I mean, I'm still a poet either way. Yeah. You know, we're all still poets, right? Yeah. I mean, like, we kept both traditions alive, yeah. right? Yeah, we did, but 100%. at the same time, we're using that sunnah of using art as a mechanism to defend the beauty of our Islam, the wow. beauty of our faith, and to inspire people, to show people there is beauty in our faith, to show people there is hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to bring people closer to Allah azzawajal. Mm. Now, if we can use our art to teach people about Islam, and to do all these beautiful things, then what are we debating about? What, yeah. are, what are these debates about? Oh, is this allowed? Is that allowed? Again, I had these conversations with people 15 years ago, and I started doing poetry. So I took my lumps then yeah. I realized that This is the thing that Now again They don't talk about poetry In the same way they do no. now Now poetry is fine Right In 10 years They're going to be talking about Oh my gosh Why didn't we do this sooner Yeah People now are talking about Brother we need to start Islamic radio stations Yeah Radio stations <laughs> Akhi, That that ship has sailed yeah. We're not we're, we're, Nobody's listening to audio Like that anymore Pod- Right
0: Podcast is the yeah, thing but,
2: So we need to adapt To the times We need to be forward thinking And we need to Allah. use technology To help use uh, storytelling and technology to help defend uh, the beauty of Islam as well. Inshallah. Inshallah. Mm-hmm. inshallah. Wow.
0: Um, well, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. I feel like uh, I feel like this is this is like a beautiful kind of connection that we're making for us to meet and for uh, for the people to also hear this too because this is a very fresh and different experience and perspective to have. You know, especially in our not mm. only like Islam but like our faith as well, like East African mm. community, Somali, Oromo or community mm. is very much like. How on earth could you do this? You know what I mean. Where mm. you're right, we should be fighting our. You said it perfectly. Um, alhamdulillah. Uh, I wish that we could have a lot, a lot more time and to talk a lot more and oh, to my, discuss. My, ma- my manager and is and a lot be more, threatening but threatening stairs yeah, right now. And we also want him to our to be our future managers. Yeah, oh yes, you got to be very nice to him. Yeah, inshallah. very nice. Inshallah. But yeah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. No, this was more than more than enough and more of a blessing. And sometimes less is more. Sometimes mm. less is more because people will people will think about this a little bit more and will yeah. be a lot more curious. So before you leave, please, um, you know, first of all, I want people to, to see this film and to watch this film. So tell please them do. where um. they can, where they can check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is a website or if they can follow you and your your social so they can yeah. keep up to where it is. So if, if it does come to their city, they can get a chance to, to, to check it out. Please, by all means, like yeah. let the folks know.
2: So uh, if you go to purpledontcry.com, that's the website you can see uh, there'll be a link it'll show you the different tour dates Uh, what i am trying to do is is bring this film to communities myself and pair it with discussions so that we can have these thought-provoking dialogues and and conversations after the film and i'm really trying to use art like i said as a as a mechanism to have bigger conversations right Mm -hmm. to me art is is great but I don't believe in art for art's sake. Yeah, I believe art is a tool and it can be a mechanism to help teach people something. And art is, by the way, art does that naturally. naturally. Art, when yeah. you enjoy art, you learn something from it. You take something, whether it's a feeling, an emotion, an understanding, right? So I think If I'm able to, inshallah, that's my life goal. I want to take my art around the world. I want to have these conversations. I want to be able to, you know, have thought-provoking dialogue. And that's what we're doing right now with Purple Don't Cry. So if you go to the website, purpledontcry.com, you can see the different cities we're going to be touring it in. Mm -hmm. Eventually, it will be made available online for streaming in different platforms. Still figuring out those details. Uh, But uh, that's the plan as of now. So if you'd like, you can also follow me on my socials, you know, B-O-O-N-A-A-M on Instagram. Uh, But I'm all over the place on YouTube. Bro, I got... I got a milli followers on Facebook, but ain't nobody uh, using Facebook. Wow. It's only a Hoyos and Hubbles. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my mm. mom's on Facebook now more yeah. than I am. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you go there, you go to any of my socials, inshallah, you can find me there. But uh, yeah, that's definitely, that's how to get a hold of it.
0: Inshallah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and for connecting with us, inshallah. And may Allah bring khair and I mean, and beauty I mean, to all the I mean, things that I mean. you're doing, inshallah. And I mean, Hopefully this relationship c- continues to grow and we can Inshallah. maybe have you back on the show someday. Inshallah.
2: And look, I'm, I'm your brother. I'm all ears. If you guys have any ideas, any questions, anything you just want to learn more about or any advice I can offer, bismillah, don't, f- don't feel shy to ask. Inshallah,
0: Inshallah. we will. That's a wrap. Thank you guys for mm-hmm. watching. Peace.